0: If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, which happens to be my favorite, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takeoutrecess.com slash MAFS.
1: Each can of Recess is a lightly sparkling mocktail made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. They taste just like your favorite cocktails, without the alcohol. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com altercallMAFS. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, And this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast.
0: Hi, people out there. Hello, Aid, my friend. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am good. Ah, It's been a long week, but I feel like it's been six months into the year already, but it's just week two in January. (laughs) I've had so many things happen to me this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think last week I mentioned the tree falling. This week, for the first time in my life, I locked my keys in my car. What? Even I didn't hear about that. I think the, the funniest part, A... Okay, if you don't have AAA, I will like. I will sing the praises of AAA for the rest of my life. I've had it for years. They've told me they've brought me a new battery. They've done all that stuff. But this time, they came in ten minutes. It took him like five minutes to break open my car, and I was like, "Why do we even bother locking our car doors if this is all <laughs> it takes to break it? <laughs> you, you just. <laughs>
0: Because ten minutes, while quick, is still too long just to open your car door. <laughs> I,
1: I was I was amazed at how quickly he came because sometimes you have to wait like forty five minutes or whatever for yeah. But I was yep. also amazed at how easy it was for him to break into my car when I locked my keys in my car. I was super grateful. Love AAA. But I was like, I I am thirty something years old and I have never locked my keys in my car
0: ever. And this week was the week. Don't you have a trusted person with your spare keys? Tank. <laughs> What? Oh, I didn't tell you. Did I ask something absurd?
1: <laughs> um, the trusted person with my spare key lost my spare key while
0: they were oh. borrowing
1: my car. So I'm using oh. my spare key, and that's the key that I locked in the car. Wow. And what you- luck. <laughs> <laughs> and the trusted person listens to the podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, I trust that person. Well, maybe I should change the name for a trusted person. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, that's what happened to me this week. That's my excitement. Okay,
0: Okay. how exciting. (laughs) I have nothing exciting going on. Well, I went to a basketball game, but, you know, the Wizards are not exactly the most exciting. So the only exciting thing about it was there's a player there who actually guested on a a Japanese reality show that I watched called Terrace House, which had to be canceled. It's on Netflix because... One of the housemates committed suicide, so then they shut it down. So was it Ru Uchimura? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's a fan of the show. And he—it's the way the format is, is they have a commentator. And he guessed it at some point. So I just got to see him in person for the first time. But yeah,
1: that's it. Uh, that would be the most exciting part of going to a Wizards game for me, too. <laughs>
0: Ru Uchimura
1: was the flag bearer for Japan at the Olympics this summer. Yeah. Yes, he was. So in other news, what I've been watching on TV lately that has actually been provoking thought, I don't know if enjoyment is the right word, but definitely thought, is the Sex and the City remake, and just like that, Uh. (laughs) Tane has been watching too. Some of you may know that Tane has another podcast called The Rewatch, where she and her co-host, Nana, rewatch Sex and the City. But they are also covering these new episodes of Sex and the City. And I encourage all of you to go check it out. It's so good.
0: Mm, thank you, Aid. I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are your thoughts? Have we ever talked about? Yes, we have. We must have. What you think about the show? Sometimes just- I'm like, this is really terrible. But I come back every week. <laughs> so-,
1: <laughs> so it can't be that. It's definitely thought-provoking. Um, and I didn't really consider myself a huge Sex in the City fan. Like, I saw the movies, I think I had watched most of the show, but and just like that, it inspires a lot of opinions. And I will give it credit for that, even though sometimes it's ham handed, it's kind of weird in some ways. I it
0: still provokes thought. I mean, I guess I think it's just operating on legacy right now. Like, if you didn't have built in legacy from Sex in the City. I don't know if it'll still stand because like you said, I do think that it's not a very good show, but I'm definitely intrigued and I'm watching. But also, I think we also mentioned on the podcast, like watching the rewatch, like watching the episodes from old and watching this now in tandem at the same time is fucking us up so bad because it's just weird. We get to critique it like side by side. So that's the interesting part about it. But I don't think it's a very good show at all. On its own. On its own. On its own. But yeah. Okay. Nostalgia is a is a good thing.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. So guys, um, we had done this at the end of last season, but we hadn't asked you guys yet. If you have a question about Married at First Sight, basically about anything... Feel free to send it to us on Instagram, on Twitter, on our email, which is just altercall, M-A-F-S at gmail.com. Send us questions, we might answer it. A fun one we did last season was ranking the Ryans. Someone just asked us to rank the Ryans, and we had a lot of fun doing that. So (laughs) send your questions. Yeah. Also, if you're a patron on Patreon, we still have our post up for suggestions for shows we're going to keep it up for a little while longer so that you guys can get all your suggestions in there seems to be a consensus around sister wives
0: <laughs> why I, guys
1: why i, I appre- like i love you guys thank you so much for having consensus about <laughs> sister wives um we will be doing that probably at the end of the sister wife season not sure when that is but we will definitely be doing sister wives but we are still taking suggestions for others because you know we'll be We'll be doing bonus episodes and we would love to hear what you guys want to hear. Yes.
0: And, like, I think there was a listener who added, like, you know, Tame, we got to stick it out till at least Christine leaves. And I think that's a valid point. That is a valid point. So, (laughs) for Sister Wives.
1: I saw a description this week that makes me think that Sunday's episode is going to be a big one.
0: Ooh. 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 I can't wait. I will say it's picking up. I really fully enjoyed last week's episode, mostly because Cody was in misery. So I was just like, I texted aid. I'm like, Janelle and Christine, go have Thanksgiving together. I mean, I totally know what they're doing is not exactly right, but any, I'm just anti-Cody. <laughs> it's very easy to be anti-Cody. I'm looking, like, something
1: that has been confusing is why Cody is not talking to his own children. Like, mm-hmm. why he's talking to his children through their mothers. And so this Sunday, apparently, he will finally talk to his child. Can't wait. Back to our show, Married at First Sight, the gift that keeps on giving.
0: Tane, what's going on with the previous couples? Um, Still not much. I don't know why anybody doesn't want to document their lives anymore. That's what we're here for. But the same three people doing the same thing. Virginia is still trying to promote skin stuff. And Merlin and Rachel are pretty much going hard in their workouts. It's actually pretty admirable. So they post that every day. I think Merla does some lives, actually, um, just giving uh, workout ideas on what to do if you're not sure what workouts that you want to do. I I do want to address, before I move forward, we got a lot of messages about disc golfing. A lot of you have a lot of knowledge about disc golfing. So thank you very much for the knowledge. I think the general consensus about it also is it's a nerd activity. So... (laughs) 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 <laughs> I was like, I, I think I can agree with that Even though I know nothing about it But yeah, thank you guys for letting us know about it Okay, so um, last week I was talking about how Karen and Miles might be in trouble But I think I eat my words Because they posted something Well, Karen did And it's a new trip And this time it's like to host New Year's Eve in Dubai for 2023 which I I first thought I'm like that's ambitious that's a long time but um they're doing some partnership with club jet lag and they're going to be hosted so if you're interested spaces are reserved if you want to ring in the new year with them sign up and if you do reach out and tell us how it went I really want to go
1: to Dubai I don't know if I want to go to Dubai on like some weird married at first sight trip
0: (laughs) yeah I just Everybody, I can't knock anybody's hustle, but I know there's a lot of reality shows that do that, where they host a trip and you go. But I don't see... I, I love reality shows, but I don't know what the appeal is. Like, what do they add to the trip? That Housewives
1: books you lent me, Brian Moylan's book, where he describes his trip that he went on with Vicky, it sounded pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> and maybe it was so... because it was Vicky Gumbelson instead of, like, someone actually cool but it just sounded so like she sounded like a really good like cooperative person who really wants to talk to Mm -hmm. her fans it's like we feel too cool for the super fans despite the fact that we have a whole podcast
0: well here's the thing I'm a fan like I'm usually like you know I don't believe in the word or the phrase guilty pleasure I'm not ashamed of anything I do when it comes to reality shows I lined up for hours in the hot sun just to meet Lisa Vanderpump and for her to sign my bottle of rosé I will do that but I will not go to the extent of traveling on a trip just so I don't even think I'll do it for candy and you know how I love me some candy so it's just I don't know what it does for the trip like if I meet them they sign something oh nice to meet you but for like a week five days what, what, what? that's a that's a lot so but to each their own but yeah but that means Karen and Miles are still good I guess I, I um, hope <laughs> I
1: really hope, in, in my heart, I hope. Yes, we hope.
0: Um, Jamie and Doug are going on a road trip. I think they're back from their trip, and they are going back to their Florida house. And again, for her sake, I hope Doug put a baby in her in their Mexico trip. But um, we haven't heard anything, but I'm sure that as, if she, as soon as she's pregnant, we will find out. Um, Stephanie, from AJ and Stephanie, tore her hamstring which just sounds very painful. I hope she heals soon. Karen and Amani were together and it's like they're selling shirts. It's from a brand named Souk and Sepia. And the shirts are actually cute. I actually really like them and they just have their discount code. So they both posted separately, but in the picture that they used her together, it was like a girls night out type situation, having drinks and stuff. So it was nice to see them together and it was nice to see them together in a partnership together with shirts that were actually cute, so.
1: Someone told me that they had to give up on Instagram because it just made them buy stuff. (laughs) And and it's the the character of the bodies of the world where you're like, oh, that's so cute. $50 later.
0: (laughs) I am a late adopter to Instagram. I think I only joined in 2020 or something like that. And I am a victim. The ads, the things, I just buy and the, the the brands just come up. I'm like, eh, why not? And there's a sale, even though it's not really a sale, but I am a brand. I am uh it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> um and finally, where is Haley? I do believe that Haley is in town this week. She's in Atlanta. Atlanta I was very of anxious. all places. Yeah. So yeah. But that's all we got for social media on my end. It does sound like the people are busy. You said it's slow,
1: but it sounds like people are, you know... I was actually surprised when you said Jamie and Doug were on their way back home.
0: I was like, I I thought they were going to live in an RV permanently.
1: This seems very short for a permanent thing.
0: Well, I think maybe they're going back with their camper, but that's what she said on her stories. And she was like, we're going back to our Florida home. So I'm like, are you driving? But again, they're trying to buy a truck, she said, because they want to go on a road trip across America. So... I don't know when it comes to Jamie. (laughs) And maybe I should have listened to all of the stories. There was just a lot. No. And I was just like tap, 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 (laughs) tap, tap, tap. Tap. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: Swinging into this week's episode, what did you think?
0: I think it was good. I think we could have wrapped up the weddings. Oh, my God. I just want to get the weddings gone. You know, the weddings are full of hope, but I think it's good for, like, the first episode. Like, oh, the hope. It's nice. It's cute. But after that, it's like, okay, let's get to the part where they hate each other. I say this every season. Sorry to be a broken record. So to find out that we still have one more week of weddings, it's kind of irritating. It's just extremely repetitive.
1: Yeah. Everything leading up to the wedding is just people saying the same things that they said last week when we were introduced to them, saying the same things, repeating the same storylines that may or may not have any relevance in a week or two. But the actual magic of the show is when they actually meet the spouse yeah. and we start to see them interacting. And this yeah. whole
0: episode just felt like we would take forever to get to the good part. Yeah, it did. This episode also made me realize like the whole Tux wedding dress scenes, totally unnecessary. Oh. Adds nothing, adds nothing. So, oh well. I mean, overall, though, it was still a good episode because more people get to meet each other. We get to know a little bit more about the people. And, you know, it's like a, it's like peeling a banana. So it's one, two. So it wasn't that bad. It was good. It was good.
1: Ready to dive in? I am. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on peeling a banana. Isn't it like <laughs> peeling like an onion with the different ah! layers?
0: I'm not There's there are no layers here. No layers. I use oh a God. banana because you know what to expect in a banana. You peel it, you know it. MAPS has a formula. We know what it is. It's just that they're taking forever to peel each one. With an onion, there's layers. You don't know if you're going to get a... a, a Many that fall out, one ring that falls out with the banana, you know what you're getting. We know what we're getting, and then that's what's so annoying. We all just want to get there. <laughs> like, stop dragging it out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was vulgar at first, but I was like, eh, that's what came to my mind first, but <laughs> hey. Anyways, so finally we see Jasmina and Michael. It is time for them to get married, and is excited in her... Um, selfie cam and she's like she can't wait and then Michael who I still dislike comes on and is saying this is the day I've been praying for and gives some analogy of it like being in line for a roller coaster you're almost at the front soon but you have to wait boy just go get married go away so Jasmina said she thought she would wake up being scared but she's still really excited and then Michael mentions that he's the last of his name and would like to have a legacy and
1: this is what we mean by unoriginal how many men come on this show to talk about their legacy and their just
0: come (laughs) i'm so glad you got what i was saying because i I paused because i'm like okay are you just being mean at this point but yes like come on dude (laughs) you're not a prototype (laughs) so uh, Dr. Pepper says that they think Jasmina's pragmatic nature will help overthinker Michael, while Michael's reliability is what Jasmine needs. And once again, they find a way to do the matching where it compliments a guy, but the girl's advantage is either helping or fixing something for the guy. Like, why? (laughs) So, Jasmina says her biggest hope is that she hopes that this is what she has, that she, that she gets the man that she's been asking for and a guy that's not playing any games. She places huge emphasis on communication and talking things out. And she's tired of feeling like a test dummy, while Michael has been going on and on about keeping people at arm's length and no vulnerabilities. So, I think we have an idea what their issue is going to be this season. Do you think it's a um, fake out or for? I do
1: these people. <laughs> you, they make us hear about some issue that's supposed to make people, uh, and you know it doesn't mean that they are going to be compatible. It just means their incompatibility may not come from this whole vulnerable open thing. It might be something completely different. Stop
0: wasting my time. Mm. So. They're um, all in the suite. Like, you know, Michael does have like a huge family. Like we know already. And they were all in the room with him, his sisters, his brother, his friend. And his very cute friend called EA. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and his brother decides to ask him if he has thought about how different it would be today if their mom was here. And I'm like. Wow, was this the best timing to ask this? He even adds, have you reflected on that? <laughs> it was uh, it, it was terrible.
1: I was uh, just like, why? And that's the type of thing where I'm like, that was a producer, right? Like you come to your so. brother's wedding yeah. to be like, have you thought about mom? He thinks about his mother every day of his life. What are you talking about? You don't think he's thinking about his mom on his wedding day?
0: absolutely I'm like wow even for a producer like oh. but Michael says he feels spiritually that his mom is here validating him and his brother gives him like a pin that had you know some symbolism with his mom and the room just gets very emotional Michael is tearing up and it was a touching moment like very understandable I'm a Um, very terrible cynical person because every time
1: they do that I just think, have you looked at the math success rate? (laughs) I I don't think you should be invoking, anyway, it's not enough rate for you to be like, well, I'm sure
0: my mom is blessing this union. I don't, she may or may not be. No, aid. I think She Okay. He said validating that much. I can tell. He's like, we don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you have chosen this route to get married and to take a chance to find your happiness. I support you. I bless you in doing that. Whatever the results may be, I am still here for you. That's the kind of validating, not necessarily like you go ahead and do this. It's going to work because I'm going to send all the good juju from heaven. You know, I appreciate that perspective, (laughs) Tane. I needed
1: that. I, it kind of hurts me sometimes when I hear about people being like, oh, my mom is here with me. Okay, she's always with you. That's good. And, you know, this is a good decision because, like, I can feel her telling me it's the right thing to do, whether it's a mom or a dad or a grandma. And I'm like, but what if it doesn't work out? Are you going to blame them? Were they not the right, like, spiritual presence?
0: Well, you know, that's not how humans work. It's kind of like the experts taking blame when it doesn't work out. Why would they okay. do that? <laughs> okay. So I feel for him, but I'm glad that he does have the support of his friends and family because you could definitely feel the love of all of them in the room. Um, It's time for Jasmina to walk out and all of a sudden she feels sick to her stomach. She feels like throwing up. Um, As a side note, her bridesmaids are in black and they look gorgeous. I've always thought black as a bridesmaid dress is a very beautiful color. I hated Um, those bridesmaids' dresses. Oh, my God, Aid!
1: Why? There's a certain style of dress that looks like lingerie to me. Yeah. And I don't like it.
0: I liked it. So, she says that all of the emotions are hitting her at once, and she's scared. She hopes that she's attracted to him. She hopes that he treats her well. And then Michael is still talking, saying that he hopes the woman he marries today is patient and is making a decision to be vulnerable and that she needs to understand that being vulnerable is new to him. So it will take him time to do it correctly. Once again, boy bye. It is new for everyone. Everyone's getting married. And if you decided that you were ready to get married, maybe you should have sorted out and gone to a vulnerability class before you came here. Guys, I'm going to work on it because I I can't tell if I'm reading him right or if, because I dislike him, everything he does is escalated to (laughs) times 10. But I'm so triggered by him (laughs) only because it's like a
1: Zach thing to me. I have the complete opposite reaction. I'm like, look at him knowing what his biggest problem will be and addressing it beforehand and telling himself that he has to do things differently. But that's because I like Michael. And and so my perspective is not as uh, jaded as yours.
0: And you know what? Guys, I'm not saying this with full confidence. Like, oh, I'm clocking him and I read it right. No, absolutely not. Once again, it's maps. You can never head your bets on maps. You will look like a... Look how we clocked Karen and Miles. Completely wrong. So I'm just going episode by episode and that's it. So... I am I never get tired of saying that. I can't imagine how nervous these people must be. Every time they're about to walk out in a ceremony, even I find myself holding my breath like, oh, my God. Um, I should say that Michael's barber did the damn thing on him. Like, the the fades, the edges, everything was looking crisp. So he did a good job. He even found a way to hide, like, the little ball spot because somehow they got an angle from there babe, at the altar. I just wish he could have taken off some of the beard. Michael's
1: beard is too much for me lush it's too much
0: <laughs> so Jasmine is still freaking out but her mom gives her a pep talk and oh her mom is who walks her down the aisle and I noticed that you know Jasmina just keeps saying that she doesn't want to be disappointed a lot and by the time she's walking down the aisle she's crying as she's walking down the aisle but we find out why. I completely thought that she was breaking down and losing it, but in the after party we find out why she was crying. So that was good context for that. So, as she walks down, again, the best part, seeing the first reaction, Michael just says, wow, and says, blinking rapidly. And then he hugs her mom, and she smiles, and he says, wow, again. And I'm like, okay, this is good. As long as they find each other attractive. But I wasn't really getting a read from Jasmina. Did you? Um, I also was not sure if Jasmina found him attractive
1: based on her like initial look. But I feel like this whole season, it's going to be a mystery what Jasmina
0: is thinking. She's not very open. She's not because even after the party, they asked the question directly, and I'm like, What was the answer again? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, I did notice that the officiant had a headpiece in his ear. I mean, I'm sure it's always been that, like, like that, but it's the first time that I, I noticed it. Hmm. So, when they read out the things from the friends and family, they mentioned that Jasmine would like to take a trip to South Korea, and I remembered that she likes her. K dramas, which she mentioned in the last episode. Um, sidebar, it took me a while to get into K-dramas because I don't like romance or anything at all. But I just got into one finally on Netflix. It was called Love Featuring Marriage and Divorce. But I'm also told that it's very dark and not as romantic, which is probably why I like it. But if you listeners have any recommendations for any K dramas, drop it. I would like some. Back to programming. Um so they mentioned, don't be surprised to see uh, to see that Jasmina will want to fly to Korea to see a boy band. And before he finishes, Michael says, Oh, you mean BTS? For those who don't know, BTS is like the seven guy boy band who's like the rage of everything and everyone loves them and they break all the all the awards and all that stuff. I don't know, but they're very famous. But it makes her comfortable. You could tell, like she was like, Boy, stop, really. Like she was glad that he knew who they were. And it was nice. I think like that broke the eyes. And then Michael's smiling, she's smiling. And then they go into the vows. And I was surprised, but Jasmina goes the funny route with her vows. And it was good.
1: It was good, but you can't do a mic drop and then pick it back up. It ruins the moment. <laughs>
0: Did they show her picking it up? I saw. Oh, they her. showed
1: her picking it up. She dropped it and oh. she picked
0: it up. I was like, "How come?" Oh, <laughs> uh, and what Ade is referring to is after she read the vows, like her paper. She just did like the mic drop, and dropped her paper down. But I didn't see her pick it up. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> kind of ruins <laughs> <laughs> it. So they do the vows, they do everything, and then the pastor says, um, "Michael, you better kiss your bride." And I'm like, "What if she don't want to?" But yay, they kiss. I'm always happy when they do. And they do the jumping over the broom, which Aid has explained the history of in one of our old episodes. I think our first season, was it? Yeah, because Woody when Abani and Bonnie. Abani... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did that. Something else that they address on After Party. I'm mentioning this a lot because I feel like I'm enjoying it for someone who never watched Unfiltered. <laughs> you wouldn't have enjoyed Unfiltered, though. Um... <laughs> The thing about the broom jumping
1: that I found interesting is that my knowledge has always been broom jumping is African American,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um. But she is Jamaican and he's Haitian, um, which she then explains also in after party why she wanted to do it. But I was just like, huh, yeah. I don't know if there was broom jumping in Jamaica or Haiti. If anybody knows, please let me know, um, because I would be very interested to hear about that.
0: Yeah, but the way I see it is also, like, they're Jamaican, they're Haiti, but maybe, like, they've spent most of their lives in America, too. And then they just consider themselves also, like, part African-American and just adopting that culture. Very true. But, yeah,
1: I was curious about that.
0: Yeah. So after the commercial, we come back and we just go straight to Lindsay and Mark's wedding photos which was so jarring because I was coming off the high of Michael and Jasmina's wedding and I just was expecting to go back to them and then it was just like, ugh, in your face is now, back on your screen. So I adjusted and Lindsay is saying that she feels great and feels like Mark is genuine and a kind man and she's just concerned about the five cat situation. Um, She does say that she is attracted to him, which I found surprising. I did too, based on what she said in After Party last week. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. Um, and then it's time to take pictures. The pictures are actually kind of nice. And then he meets her dad and her brother. Her dad was a little bit awkward and was just asking, do you do gator hunting? Do you do this? You just wrestle the gator? You just, and then he, she was just kind of like, dad, go away. We'll talk later. <laughs> and then I started taking pictures. He, uh, she asked him if the woman in blue is like his mom. And he's like, no, that's my landlord. And then they <laughs> laugh. <laughs> it's one of those things that's
1: like very funny but then the course you're like yeah. wait that's not funny
0: yeah it's kind of heavy and she asks if his mom is here and he goes no and you know she says the same thing about themselves and they kind of bond over that like there's a story behind their mom's you know not being here so they bond over that and they take their pictures and It was nice. It was actually a nice... I mean, Lindsay was still gabbing, but the moments where she wasn't talking, like I thought the pictures were cute.
1: I thought their pictures were very cute. I'm always like amazed at how nice the pictures can be Mm -hmm. when these people don't know each other and their families don't know each other,
0: but they really put a good effort in. Yeah, they do. I think it's like kudos to the photographers, too, that they hire (laughs) for making it look good. But yeah. Okay. I do feel like they
1: had to stick some Mark and Lindsay in here because Lindsay's our entertainment every day,
0: you know. Hmm. Let me see. I get that, but not everyone is gonna consider Lindsay entertainment.
1: I, I, I how? <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I mean, we do. But remember, even one of the comments that we got was just like they wanted to turn the volume down every time she was on. Like she's just. <laughs> Again, she's an acquired taste. Like she cracks me the hell up. But if someone came to me, and was like, I can't stand this girl. I can understand that too. <laughs> I understand. But no. yeah, okay. All right, guys, we will be right back. And we are
1: back with Jasmina and Michael. Um, they are walking in to have their like one-on-one conversation. He is holding her dress. And it's kind of a long walk, and he's holding her dress the whole time. And in his interview, Mike says that he thinks she is a beautiful black Barbie, 100% his type. And I'm so happy to hear this, (laughs) because if you are attracted to your wife, that is good. It's a good sign. So they sit down with their champagne. I feel like there's just so much champagne on the show. Champagne before you get married. Champagne, champagne, champagne. So, so they do the one-on-one, they do the champagne. And he takes a sip of his champagne. She's like, what are you doing? We haven't even shared yet. <laughs> they have some it's a very awkward silence, honestly. Which I'm actually not surprised with these two because they're both pretty quiet
0: people. They are. Uh, I thought their interaction was just awkward for me. His whole, I thought your name was Melissa.
1: And then I shortened it to Mimi. And then your name is Jamina. Jasmina, so I'm right. I was like, that was one you could have kept to yourself.
0: <laughs>
1: they talk about what time they wake up. She talks about staying up to watch Korean dramas. There's nothing in alignment here. He goes to bed early. She goes to bed late. She makes a joke about how she does go to bed,
0: but she stays up <laughs> to watch her Korean dramas. <laughs> I mean, not to pile on, but for someone who watches copious amounts of tv and movies michael is practically an alien to me so that's one more reason why we don't bond (laughs) and the the thing about marvel was a very funny moment she just
1: like you don't watch marvel as if a person could exist here on planet earth without watching
0: marvel (laughs) it was the same tone you would use if if she asked you have a tail she was like so shocked (laughs) He asked if
1: that's the end of their marriage and then they laugh and that was actually a good moment for them it was they go to the reception, and his hot friend Ye, like, totally goes up and hugs her. Um And then Ye starts making a speech, and I was like, I don't think it's speech time. <laughs> ye's they, like a deal. This is a born <laughs> MC. Just a host. They take nice pictures. I mean, I think they're inside, so it's not as nice, honestly, as Mark and Lindsay's pictures, but they're nice enough.
0: Yeah, they, they went outside eventually, because I remember having that thought, like, what? They're not going to get the beautiful backdrop and the views in the background, but they went outside um eventually. <laughs> so
1: they take nice pictures and Mike says he feels it's right. They make a joke about him touching her on the butt, but she seems very okay with him touching her on the butt during pictures. So I'm like, this is going good. And then they make a joke about him coming to her 30th birthday cuz you know. <laughs> <laughs> she says she wants to go. Where did she say she want to go for her 30th birthday?
0: Jamaica. Yes, because they were talking about honeymoon locations and they think they're going to Mexico. But Michael, again, she's like, oh, are you going to come with me? And he was like, hey, if it goes well, I'm like, gosh, just keep that to yourself. Be positive. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> it might not be. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to <we>, do better. <laughs> you don't have to, you know,
1: come as you are. Um, <laughs> um, then we go back to Mark and Lindsay. Their sweetheart table is very overdone. There's, like, way too many flowers, just way too much. She says that she finds him incredibly attractive and that they have undeniable chemistry, which I didn't really see that. But if she says it's there, you know, who am I to argue? During their first dance, they talk a lot because Lindsay is there. I mean, talking, talking. Um, They talk about grandparents, and she talks about how one grandparent um is 99 and then she starts talking about if you're 100 you get to be on the smucker's jar on the news which I kind of recall that but it's been so many years since I watched local news I was like they still do that (laughs) Lindsay I'm very proud of her she moves on from dick jokes to say (laughs) that five cats in one house is a lot of pussies in one house and I was like look at you we've moved on to vagina jokes
0: (laughs) Lindsay, Lindsay.
1: (laughs) So when Jasmina is being interviewed and asked about her attraction to Michael, she says there's a little spark because they're still getting to know each other. I think that we're supposed to believe that she's not attracted to him, but she hasn't said she's not attracted to him, but she hasn't expressed a whole lot of attraction. So I don't know.
0: I mean, I just think if you see something pleasing to the eye, you can't help yourself. I don't care how... I I see you are, or how much you hold your emotions. If you're attracted to someone, you're gonna be like, okay, I like what I see. But she seemed very guarded about that, and then she had a look on her face that I was like, what was that look? What does that mean? So, but she didn't mind know. being close to him, and she didn't mind him
1: touching her. So I was like, hmm. Because when you're not attracted, you get all
0: I don't know. But uh, I don't this know. season, everyone wants to be married so bad they're going in. So. You know, she's willing to find out. But I I don't think she's repulsed by him. But I also don't think that she's like, "Mm, this is what I asked for over attraction. She just thinks like maybe he's nice looking. That's my deduction, not like facts. (laughs) Okay. Like, you know how people are nice looking, like how a lot of people think Gil is hot and we don't. (laughs) I think it's like the situation like that where it's like, oh, okay, he's not ugly. I can work with that. But, you know, I don't want to drop my panties right now. Exactly, exactly. So, I live in high hope for Jasmina and Michael. They were Um. cute.
1: (laughs) Next, we move on to Katina and Olajuwon. Olajuwon goes tuck shopping with Jeff, his brother, and best man. And the sister-in-law is there, too. I just, like, can't, much like I can't stand to hear much more about vulnerability or whatever, I don't really want to hear any more about Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, there's always this poor brother there who's i like I blame these producers or whoever else is in their ear, bringing up Isaac again when we're tuck shopping.
0: And once again, of- like last week, when we discussed it, what is wrong with telling people your middle name,? <laughs> 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 That's been worse. <laughs>
1: Clearly, his friends, his family, and himself have ascribed something to this middle name business.
0: Yeah, they probably should have just called it an alter ego. Like, that was the guy who does all the things, and that will make more sense.
1: I mean, I think having an alter ego is strange, too. Like, I get it, Sasha Fierce or whatever, but I don't really get it.
0: Ooh, she's taking shots, Noi.
1: <laughs> Noisy, I, I don't. Um... <laughs> I believe Olajuwon said to himself in the mirror, your boy is a good catch. And I was like, I don't agree.
0: Um, <laughs> Listen, again, just like Michael, I could be wrong. I still have hope for Olajuwon. fully, I am in the 1%. <laughs> I don't know where the hope is coming from, actually. But I still don't think like maybe just maybe he has changed even though I still consider him a risk. Every season we talk about, you know, like with Chris, I'm like, oh, he's just three months out. He probably should have done that. With Rachel, I was concerned. Like, you know, she might, it might break her spirit. Again, I was completely wrong. But with a larger one, I'm just like, why would we want to take that risk with an ex, someone you're actually calling an ex-playboy? Like, is it, is it worth the risk to find out? Haven't we broken enough people on this show? Exactly. Exactly.
1: So Katina goes dress shopping. I think it was during this dress appointment that I was like, this dress shop is not that great. Sorry, mm-hmm. Winnie's. These <laughs> these dresses are very questionable.
0: They were. One of the backless dresses that she wore, it looked like an award show dress. I was like, this is a wedding dress? The, the one that was all the way to her back? I,
1: my thought was, it doesn't say wedding. It says like Oscars or something.
0: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Absolutely. So
1: then we go back to Olajuwon at the tuck shop. Um, Jeff says his expectations might be too high because his brother expects his wife to get up and put him uh, cooking breakfast. And I was like, last week we were just on dinner. This week we've added breakfast? <laughs> and then I think this <laughs> packing a lunch too, I guess. Oh, sister-in-law mentions that he wants his wife to work. And I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs>
0: Oh man, he's looking for an employee. I guess I don't know. <laughs> a part-time chef, a part-time maid, and then part-time wife.
1: A larger one looks at himself in the mirror and is like, I look like James Bond. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even gonna acknowledge the fact that there has never been a black James Bond. If there was a black James Bond, I'm sorry he would not look like a larger one in this ugly white tux. Hey. Um, <laughs> I did not- hey what is wrong with a little self-confidence i'm glad he has it i i think i'm glad he has it i don't think it's justified um (laughs) katina's third dress looks amazing which honestly you know she looks amazing and everything but the third dress that was the one and that's
0: the one she picked
1: yeah I, i have no other thoughts on them looking for clothes (laughs)
0: there was nothing like you I put like I was like what is the point of this shopping like just for them to talk and repeat the same things we've heard over and over but anyway we move on to noisy (laughs) and Steve um like you said the dress shop isn't that great because um correct me if I'm wrong but wasn't one of the dresses Noi tried one of the ones Jasmina tried on last week yeah, the and it was ugly. The, the <laughs> one with the gauntlets. Although, yeah. you know, this week or sometime, someone
1: posted a picture that either reminded me, or maybe I hadn't seen before, that in season nine, Amber and Diana had the same dress. No. Yes, they did. And I think maybe that's why some of the brides are going to buy their own dresses now. Because I mean the dress looked beautiful on both of them, but it is kind of like you want your own dress
0: um the only ones buying their own dresses are the divas so mm, that's not why okay <laughs> so we find out or we're we get told again that Noi wants to be pregnant today i don't even know did we know this about her because it was new information for me so unless i missed that last week that she's ready to start a family ASAP? I can't recall. I can't recall. I, can't yeah, recall. I, don't, I don't recall either. Um, and then, yes, yeah, someone wants to get pregnant immediately, and yet they matched her with a man who ain't got no job. So, <laughs> good start. So, <laughs> it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't that much. We just see noise going around. getting the, They kind of, like, just rushed it. They showed Jasmina's, and then they showed noise, and then they went straight into Alyssa's. So, I guess even they got tired during the editing process, like, oh man, this is pointless. So, (laughs) Alyssa goes wedding dress shopping and tells us that she wanted to be married so bad that she bought 10. Yes, listeners, one, zero, 10 other wedding dresses, just in case she didn't find anything. My first thought is she has to be exaggerating because even if you have a standby dress, why the fuck do you have 10 dresses?
1: I just wanted to know the return policy on those dresses. I was scared in my heart that she bought 10 non-returnable
0: dresses. Oh, my God. Also, is she bawling like that, or do you think she just charged it to her credit card? I have no idea. Wow. That's excessive. Very
1: excessive. Um, But oh. <laughs> with the way these dresses are at this dress shop, insurance policies are needed. I mean, I guess... She'd be stuck in that ugly gauntlet dress that everybody's tried on.
0: I don't mind her having a standby dress. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. My issue is it is with it being 10. <laughs> like, you can't be that indecisive. You can't have that much money. And you can't be that again excessive. I don't I just don't understand why the need for 10.
1: So Also, this is the little stuff that bothers me. When she walked in with her bridesmaids and they were holding all those dresses. I'm like, clearly this is staged because the dresses would have been in bags. You're just not going to walk around with a dress just on your arm?
0: Um, I have.
1: Ten dresses just hanging off an arm? No garment bag?
0: The ten were the ones that she bought?
1: She brought in a bunch of dresses. Like, her bridesmaids were all holding dresses when they walked into the store.
0: Oh, oops. Missed that. I thought it was from the ones that were in the front racks and they just picked it out from there. Got it. Okay. Um, She manages to say that she is not sure if she will call herself a high maintenance person, but she will be picky with her wedding dress. And she says this as she finds fault with every single dress that has been given to her. So she is giving us strong Christina vibes. Um, We see Chris talk shopping And his friends ask him, so are you doing this as a leap of faith or a leap of logic? I kind of like that. I don't know how I've never heard that before, a leap of logic, but I like it. And he says that he's doing it as a leap of logic because he has never been a fate, luck, or destiny kind of person. He just wants to get married because he doesn't want to be lonely. Aid, what are your thoughts on Chris, actually? What
1: do I think of Chris. (laughs) He hasn't made any
0: type of impression. (laughs) (laughs) He seems like a good one, I guess. I ask that because I was very impressed by him last week. He got my bouquet. Now I'm worried by him because (laughs) I'm like, "Mm." but I'll get into it later, but, um, While he's talking and saying, Alyssa is telling us her vision for her wedding. She wants it to be rustic and all. And she wants her husband to have a little bit of country. And so basically, guys, the way Brett was running away from the whole country thing last season, Alyssa is leaning very hard into it. We have to hope that Chris will lean too. (laughs) Um, Well, I think he will, which is part of my concern. But I don't, Liking country is not a personality. (laughs) Like, it's okay to like it, but you can't say it every five seconds. Like, that's crazy. So she continues to envision her wedding and says she sees him wearing a form-fitting blue suit. And voila, we see Chris wearing a suit. I would not say it was form-fitting, but it was a blue suit with the maroon tie. But um, I don't know if that's a good start or not, but he's wearing blue. So I figured that Chris is very quite straight laced. And I hope that's what she wants. I can't pinpoint what it is she wants based on the bachelorette. I think that's what she wanted, but I'm not sure if he has to have country. Does that negate being straight laced? What is country actually?
1: (laughs) I mean, they are like Ryan from last year. That's country,
0: city country, But but country nonetheless. See, that's funny, because if I see Brian, that wouldn't even be my first thought. I wouldn't think, oh, country. I thought Chris's blue suits were the best suits so far. Nuh-uh.
1: I didn't love the maroon. I didn't love the white. I like the blue.
0: I I like the maroon. And the white, I think Oladrimo pulled it off. I hate white as a color, but he pulled it off. So... Then Chris makes a weird comment, which is why I am worried and giving him the side eye. He says, if we find like out that we have some crazy incompatibility where it doesn't work out, um, I can't do anything about it because I can't control her. But if she doesn't like me, I'll take it like, you know, I need to learn. I need to grow. I need to change who I am and I need to be different. And his friend looks at him and is like, uh, you can't go into this playing a part. And he's like, oh, you're probably right about that. So now <laughs> I'm very concerned. Like, does this man not think that he's enough? That he feels like he just has to bend to whatever his wife is going to want and then she'll like him? Like, what is What what, what is Chris's DNA? Like, what is he about? Because I don't think I have him pegged. I don't even have, like you said, I don't know that I know what he's about we'll find out hopefully so um also I think the lines between being committed to this process and the marriage and being desperate to marry are is getting blurred within this group because I think everyone wants it so bad that it seems like they have blinders on with one foot out of reality yeah but
1: you kind of have to be You can't be on this show unless you are, like, desperate to be married and willing to do something crazy to be married. And to be successful, you do kind of have to, like, buckle down. I think I would rather have a Chris than, like, a Ryan
0: from last year. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Because at least it gives it a chance. Like, you've done what you've, you know, everything that you can and even gone out of your way to not be you. But if you don't try at all, you never know what's going to come out of it. So,
1: And I also kind of, I just find that year after year, people say a lot of things before they get started. <laughs> and, and that's later used for evidence of how they were full of shit. And I don't think a lot of people who we call it on the show live mm-hmm. their lives being full of shit. I think that there's something about this process where you have all these expectations about what you think you're going to do. But you know, it's like war when you're in it, you're in it. Like <laughs> you don't know what you're going to do until you, the situation presents itself. And then you're going to make your choices.
0: Yes. Quite frankly, I don't think it's a show thing. I think it's just real life. Everyone has hypotheticals of like, no, I would never, Oh, I would do this until you're in the situation. You honestly don't know what you're going to do. So, and I because it's a TV
1: show that makes them talk and talk and talk and talk Makes these poor people set themselves up
0: for failure. (laughs) I think that's the goal of the producers. (laughs) (laughs) So, Elisa says that she's going into this process with realistic expectations, and she thinks that there's room to grow attraction, but there has to be an initial attraction, which I think is a fair statement, actually. Yes, yes. It is. So, she picks a dress, but I preferred the one right before the one that she actually chose. But um, she spoils it all by wearing it with her gold country boots. They so. are cowboy boots and they are ugly as hell. <laughs> Sidebar. I can actually see Alyssa like in a minivan on the PTA and all that stuff. I don't know why. But whenever time I see her, that's what I see. So It's Katina and Olajuwon's wedding day. And also I got my answer. Last week I was like, I don't know which of the black girls are going to have the braids for the honeymoon. But when they do that title card with their pictures on there, Katina has braids on. I don't know how I missed it last week, but she has braids on there. So his brother is hilarious because as they're getting ready, he's talking to his friend and is like, yeah, Olajuwon is looking forward to his soulmate. And he does that in quotes and i don't know if he can find it but good luck to him so i think <laughs> they're all like listen we're going to go on this ride with you but good luck bro <laughs> so um her mom is worried um about Katina she's worried that her that Katina's husband is going to be so into her and Katina's just going to be like eh and she hopes that she realizes yeah. that there's no perfect person and to look at the potential all I know is Katina didn't respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> Could be editing, but she didn't respond to that. So um, right before they walk out, Olajumon has a mini meltdown and he just starts sobbing and wondering if he's making the right decision. And his best man just takes him aside, took him out of the room and gives him a pep talk, you know, to calm him down and just tells him like, you know, Regardless of what happens, like, you know, they're all there for him and they'll be there for him. And, and I love this for so many reasons, because death to toxic masculinity. Death. It's okay. It's okay. It's perfectly okay to be nervous. Like, what they're doing is not, like, normal. <laughs> so, it's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of things. And it's good to just see you know, men having that friendship where, you know, he took him aside, said all the right things. Like, it was great. I loved it. It was very nice. I like Jeff. And he's cute, too. So this leads me to my question for you. Do you find Olajuwon attractive? No. Okay. Who do you think is the most attractive groom that we have this season? When I was
1: forced to buy your poll on our Twitter to pick... I had to think about it. And there was one particular moment this episode that helped me make my choice, and I picked Steve.
0: We are on the same page. (laughs) So (laughs) I said this because, you know, Olajuwon seems to be the kind of person that has all the ingredients to be a cute person. You know, he has the tats, he has the washboard abs, he has, you know, the swag. I do not find him attractive, but I understand why other people will find him attractive. But Steve... Steve is not exactly, like, cute-cute, but there's something about him that's just okay. And then I realized, that's when I did the poll, guys. Um, It'll probably be closed by the time um, this comes out. But I did the poll, and I don't know why I added the option of none of them, because that had 90% as of <laughs> us recording right now, which I also understand. I-, I know I said this cast was attractive last week, but I also said the women were doing the heavy lifting. The <laughs> men are not, you know...
1: Ever, the interesting thing about the men is that they all have all of the ingredients to be an attractive man.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But as of right now, as we're recording, Michael has the highest with 33%. And then it was like a tie for once and Steve with 30%. And then Chris with 10% and Mark Shark got 7%. So, yeah. I think that's a... <laughs> well, I think it was about what I expected.
1: <laughs> That's not what I expected. I didn't expect none of the above.
0: <laughs> I shouldn't have done that, but I was like, you know what? I don't think you, there are probably people who who's like none of them are cute. But um, yeah. So at the location, he gets nervous again, and then he's like, so nervous he tells the producer come hug me. Like he felt fine, and then his family had to walk away to go sit, and then he just said he felt say it with me people vulnerable again. And, and then he hugs the producer. I feel like we've seen a lot of producers already in two episodes. <laughs> it's the same thing that happened to Jasmina that
1: happened to him. Maps makes people wait. Mm-hmm. When you're about to do something crazy, you just need to go quick, quick, so that you don't have too much time to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maps makes them drag it out for however many hours. And the more hours people have to think, and they sit there with the camera on them, the more they have time for these freakouts and whatever. It, yeah. you, If I had to do this, which I wouldn't, but you know, I would make sure that every minute was scheduled or something for me to do up until the time I have to walk down the aisle because I don't want to sit there and have to think too much.
0: Yeah. You just create scenarios in your head and freak yourself out. It's like sitting with your thoughts. (laughs) No one wants to do that. (laughs) No one wants to do that. So he tells us that he trusts the professionals, takes a deep breath, and then he walks in. When he walks in, he gets the MAPS approval applause. I think this is self-explanatory. I just coined it. But the MAPS approval applause is when the groom walks in and the bride side of the family is like, okay, I see what you're working with. She'll like that. So he gets that. And he tells us that his biggest fear is she, she looks and she's not happy with what she sees. And then he's like, what happens if I've messed with someone she she knows? And it's interesting that he doesn't say what happened if I've messed with her. He just said, messed with someone he knows. So, but I feel like after um, Bao and Johnny, maybe the experts or the producers took extra precaution this season. Although how do you circumvent that? They didn't take extra precaution with Amelia and Bennett.
1: um, So they apparently didn't learn from that one. I mean, maybe they're taking extra steps. But I
0: also think sometimes they might do it on purpose. Mm. We don't put anything past them now. So. <laughs> so I noticed that Katina walks out alone. So no one walks her down the aisle. And when she walks out, he says, wow. And then she has a smile on her face. And he tells her that she is beautiful. And so when they introduce each other, as expected, she does ask him to repeat his name. <laughs> you know, if you're a Nigerian and you have a Nigerian name or a Nigerian last name, when you're in high school, your biggest fear is when uh, the substitute teacher comes in <laughs> <laughs> and they're going down names. As soon as you see the teacher going, oh, ooh, yeah, here, I'm here. Don't worry about it. I'm here. <laughs> I had the pleasure sure.
1: of being at the top of the alphabet most of the time. So I would just preemptively, I'd be like, you don't, you don't have to, you, you don't have to like, it's me, it's me. And then we can go over there. Well, how do you say that? <laughs> but I was thinking of you because I was like, all she needs is Tane's pronouncement guide from our first episode. <laughs> oh, la <large you> <laughs> I
0: wonder if she's going to go the mark route and be like, oh, So, (laughs) but yeah, so he had to say his name twice, but even then, I think later on, she still, it'll take a while, but I think she'll get there. I mean, she just met him, a lot of nerves, so. And she didn't have the opportunity to see it written.
1: Yeah. So she's just going off hearing it, which I think is even harder.
0: Yes. So then they
1: go into their vows. She, does she go first? Um, Yes. yes. And then he goes. And the way he was speaking, I was like, oh, because she read hers off a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, I want to hold hands during mine. And I was, I had a moment of panic. I was like, did he not prepare any vows? He's just going to wing it. Mm -hmm. But then he comes out and he has actual prepared vows that he memorized. And he finishes with a family amen.
0: (sighs) It was too salesman-y for me. It didn't seem genuine. Like, it just seems like I practiced it, I'm gonna win you over. It's too. It was too slick, I don't know, for me. And then I don't know what happened with Boston Diamond and
1: these ring sizes, because this couple once again had to struggle <gasps> to get a ring on. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm laughing because I said the same thing. I was like, <laughs> another ring fail? Boston Diamond, no bueno. <laughs> and then, I feel like this is the type of thing that we're
1: supposed to think is sweet, but I'm just so cynical. This man decides to propose after he got married. <laughs> I, th- I feel like it was for the picture.
0: It was too sales. Like, it was too like, nothing. It's like, he's a showman. So nothing comes off like it's being genuine or anything. It's like, oh, I think she's going to like that. Let me do this. Let me do that. But it's not from the heart. So. Mm.
1: So he, they get to the end. He asks her if it's okay to kiss. And she says yes. And they kiss. Um, then they go out and they do their one-on-one. Katina's head is tilting so forcefully. Her head is tilting to almost parallel to the floor. What? <laughs> the whole time that they're talking. So they have a little chit-chat, a little hello. Oh, da 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 And then we go into Olajuwon's monologue. <laughs> it was long um he's it never was. gonna drop the ball when it comes to commitment he's setting ground rules and she's just tilting and nodding and which even not her dad just goes further and further and then
0: <laughs> I'm waiting for him to ask her anything about herself it never really seems to happen I thought they had an awkward moment at some point but um something I noticed was like I'm probably wrong but Whatever it was they were drinking, it looked too dark to be champagne. I thought it was sparkling cider. Oh, thank you. I like I
1: don't drink, but I was looking at the champagne and it was a little too like neon colored instead of like that pale yellow.
0: Yeah. I was like, maybe it's just cheap champagne. They look like sparkling cider, like the Martinelli. But then I looked, (laughs) I looked and then they had like the personalized, like initials things on their label on top of it. So I was like, did they have a band? But then Lindsay was drunk. Well, was that before the ceremony? So I don't know. So I don't know. I, as
1: reality TV people, I think will never pass up an opportunity to give people alcohol. So I cannot imagine the show not giving people alcohol.
0: Well, a lot of shows now, due to liabilities, have started cutting it down and cutting off alcohol, like a lot some of my shows, they just cut out alcohol for them. But for married at first sight, I don't know what would prompt them to do that. Unless they drank so much before the wedding, they don't want them to be like slushed by the time the reception comes along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also one last thing. Um, I find it interesting that a larger one and Katina did not jump the broom. Not like every black couple has to, but I just find it interesting that they didn't. Hmm.
1: At one point, when they're standing there talking, she says, He's overwhelming or it's overwhelming, and she's going to need a shot soon. <laughs> I think it would be a key distinction whether she was saying he's overwhelming or it's overwhelming. <laughs> um, <laughs> As, I think you're all the same about now. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a break. And we are back with Noi and Steve. Noi is in bed and her sister, Fawn, with pink hair, comes in and her mom says, finally! Um, And we see Steve with his wedding party. What I loved about Noi and Steve is that both of them had a person with oddly colored hair in their wedding party. <laughs> so... <laughs> One of his brothers has the yellow hair. Her sister has the pink hair. I love it. Um, mobile barbers seem to be a theme this um, episode because Steve also has a mobile barber come out and get his hair cut. hmm Her friend asks her, when do you think Noisy is going to come out as they're getting ready? And then her friend calls her brave for doing this, and Noy starts
0: her first cry. He said, first cry. <laughs> I think this whole noisy thing is being overhyped. Like, I better see something that lives up to this noisy alter ego. Um, I remember asking to see
1: Hurricane Kate last year. And <laughs> <laughs> look what happened. <laughs> now I don't ask for things anymore. I'm like, I don't know if I want to see that. I'm um, asking. I want to see it. He is very happy with his friends, they seem great. I like the blue suits here, too. So he does this selfie cam thing where he looks at the camera and he goes, I'm coming for you. And that's when I was like, Steve is hot.
0: Yay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All this time I've been like, oh, he's kind of a nerdy looking dude. And then he did that selfie cam. I was like, oh. You think Steve is nerdy? A little bit. Oh. Okay.
1: Then Noi has, like, a talky talk, and she's like, the stakes are so high. I'm like, everybody needs to go to the Lindsay School of what are the stakes, which is I might end up not married, which is what I am now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're about to see Noi walk down the aisle. Her dad is coming. She chooses now to have another freak out, maybe a little cry. Um, I found, I saw that I think a member of her family, maybe her brother was in the audience with an orange sash. And then her dad came to walk her down the aisle and he had an orange sash. Um, (laughs) so I was like, maybe that's like a family tie thing. Steve says something about four month road trip is a risk and he looked all over for love and now he's doing this. I was like, oh God, this is, this is your thing. The four month road
0: trip. (laughs) So what the sash that her dad was wearing is called like a fa biong and it's just like a sash that men wear and it's used during like a traditional Lao wedding ceremony. So I think it was very interesting. Once again, like, you know, math showing culture after cool. the wonderful tea ceremony from last season. Cool. Which We'll see what happens with the
1: two of them because yeah, that'd be cool to see. Hopefully maybe they explain a little bit more about Laotian um, wedding stuff. So interestingly enough, Noi is the one person who apparently didn't wait long enough. Maybe they were in a hurry that day because she's about to walk down the aisle and she's like, I thought we'd have more time. (laughs) I've never heard anybody on math say that because usually they're (laughs) like, I've been waiting.
0: she she was waiting and the only reason i say that was like they were sitting on a couch and i knew she had full makeup and actually i think she had a lot of makeup because for some reason the camera did like a full close-up on her face so i just remember that scene and she was just sitting there waiting so i don't know how much time she wanted but yeah so
1: i'm assuming that next week's episode we will start with those two getting married which is great and then Alyssa and Chris should get married next week, too. And we'll be done with weddings and on to receptions.
0: Uh, this is hoping. Because, honestly, this is episode two, and it felt like a filler episode. Like, nothing really, like... Like, at least last episode, they made the wise choice for Lindsay to get married first or showed us Lindsay's wedding first. And, you know, we had moments that we could talk about and things that happened and stuff. But this season, this episode was just like, ah, eh, okay. And it wasn't really like, yeah. Agreed. Okay, Aid. who has your bouquet for this week? I'm just like
1: struggling because based on what you just said, like nothing happened. (laughs) Nothing happened. Nothing happened. No one made me particularly upset. No one made me particularly happy. I better come up with somebody, shouldn't I? You should. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm just very, very in love with my girl, Jasmina. <laughs> she had her little freak out, but I actually felt like she came and she talked to Michael and she showed him a little bit of who she is. And, you know, what more can you ask when you're, you know, watching an episode where nothing happens?
0: <laughs> who has your bouquet? You know... I get on Michael a lot, but as a couple, I'll give it to Michael and Jasmina. Solely because I thought that their wedding was nice. I think everybody was nice. Everybody was quote-unquote appropriate, at the appropriate level of meeting someone for the first time. Um, They were nervous. They were just really human during their wedding and during their meeting. And I think, you know, even though Michael doesn't watch TV, he wasn't like Chris and was going to pretend to be somebody else and be different. He actually just said, I don't watch TV. And is this going to be, is this the end of our marriage? Just the jokes and Jasmina being funny. That was a revelation for me, actually. I just didn't know I pegged her as funny and she was funny during the episode. So <laughs> who has your burnt ashes? I kind of struggle
1: between giving it to Olajuwon or Katina. <laughs> Why? I just felt like their their opening conversation, she seemed very closed off to me. But I couldn't tell if that was because he was too much. I just thought their opening conversation was bad. And then he talked too much.
0: Yeah. So,
1: eh. There's a couple this week that I just wasn't feeling the two of them at all.
0: (laughs) All right. Who has yours? Oh, my burnt ashes goes to Alyssa for her gold cowboy (laughs) boots and for buying 10 dresses. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Those boots (laughs) sure were ugly.
0: (laughs) You can buy so many different kinds
1: of cowboy boots, bejeweled cowboy boots, just I've seen many, many varieties, and I just have never seen a pair that ugly. yeah. I'm looking forward to the wedding this next week because the preview was all like drama, and I was like, "Where did that come from?
0: I'm like, what did Chris do so soon? She's like, based on things that was said, and I'm wondering if it has to do with the bachelor party. I wonder. He didn't do anything.
1: I wonder if they're... I've never understood why maps would always tell us in advance when people knew each other. They did it with Amelia and Bennett. They put it in the previews. They did it with Johnny and Bao. They put it in the previews. I'm like, maybe these two know each other from before, but they're actually letting us be surprised by it and not putting in the previews.
0: Eh, Don't give them that much credit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we'll find out next week. And that is it for this week. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at altercallmafs call M-A-F-S-A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S.
0: We're available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a five-star rating if you're so inclined on Apple Podcasts and also Spotify now gives ratings. So please give us a five-star rating there also. See you guys next week.